All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. Here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hey, welcome into the Wednesday Daily Update. Happy Hump Day. Busy week for the Colts. Roster cutdowns yesterday. Chris Ballard, general manager for the Colts, speaking to the media today around 4 o'clock. Colts players back at the team facility. The Colts practice today. The regular season's about 10, 11 days away. A lot to get into tonight on the Colts Daily Update with you until 6.15 here on 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, I'm Matt Taylor, joined by J.J. Stengovitz from Colts.com. We're talking ball. J.J., how we doing today, man? You keeping track of everything that's going on the last 24, 48 hours around here? Yeah, a uh, flurry of roster moves that we've got, you know, with the 53 coming out. Then the waiver claim today for Luke Tenuta, the tackle from Buffalo. He comes in. Tony Brown gets released. 13 players are signed to the practice squad. By the time you listen to this today, safety Trevor Denbo may have been placed on injury reserve. That's either going to happen today or tomorrow. Uh, So a lot of moves still to be done here. The Colts still have four spots open on the practice squad, one on the 53 uh, waiting on that move with Denbo. So. Still some more things to take care of before you get to Labor Day weekend. Everything you need to know is on Colts.com. The latest, check it out, J.J.'s work on the article front on Colts.com and the Colts mobile app. Uh, Again, the Colts were on the practice field today for the first time this week, and J.J., that meant Shaquille Leonard was on the practice field. He was in full pads today. Great sign. And Chris Bauer today talked about it's the first time that really Shaquille has done major on-field work with the team in a team setting since January of last year uh, in that Jacksonville loss. What what does this mean for his progress towards joining the team in the regular season? I think the, the first thing that we needed to get to this week, Mate, was Shaquille Leonard coming off of PUP and being placed on the active roster. Mm-hmm. So you cleared that hurdle because if he remained on PUP, he would be out for the first four weeks of the season. Right. So That was the best part of the news yesterday. Absolutely. Right? That, was, that was the biggest thing to come out of the 53-man roster, for sure. sure. The, the next part of that, then, is, well, what's his status for early in the season? So for Shaquille right now, the Colts are still not putting a timetable on it. It is encouraging that he was out there at practice today in full pads, participating in the period that was open to viewing, uh, you know, with a lot of individual drills and stuff. Right. That doesn't mean that he's definitely playing week one. And Chris Ballard today in his press conference, he he swatted away any questions about a timetable. It's going to be he's when he's ready, he's going to play. And there still is some work that needs to be done. You know, the, the Colts need to see him practice. They need to see him kind of get into that football shape mode. And there's no doubt that he's been keeping himself ready. I mean, Chris was saying today – you know, Darius has been the first, or Shaquille, excuse me, has been the first one in the building so frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's getting here at 5.30 to meet with coaches, to train, all these things. And he, he's really, really committed himself to being ready as soon as possible. But you still just don't quite know when that is going to be. So maybe that's week one. Maybe that's week two. Maybe it's a little bit later. But if the Colts believed this week that there was no chance that Shaquille Leonard was going to play in the first four weeks of the season. He would not be on the active roster right, right now. Yeah, we do know that. That Again, that came out yesterday. That's the best news out of all of this, but again, no guarantee that it's going to be week one, week two, week three, as Chris said, as you said, 
Um, it's still a work in progress, and the Colts need him to, to get in game shape, to get in practice shape, and then when he's ready to go, he'll be ready to go. Um, we thought, again, that's J.J. Stangovitz from Colts.com. I'm Matt Taylor. This is the Colts Daily Update. And, again, we thought a waiver claim could be coming along that offensive line. That's what took place today. As you said, the Colts claim tackle Luke Tenuta from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, synchronization with that. The Colts released cornerback Tony Brown. Tenuta, he was a six-round pick for the Bills back in April, so an interesting cut there along their offensive line. Obviously, they have a lot of depth. Uh, with Tenuta, how does he fit in along this Colts offensive line that only kept eight as of yesterday? Yeah, I think he's he's he slides in as that swing tackle that I think the Colts expected Dennis Kelly to be, but Dennis Kelly was released yesterday. He didn't really participate really at all since right. he signed uh, with the team back in the spring. Right. So he kind of fills in at that swing tackle. I did think it was interesting. Chris Ballard today did not really close the door on Dennis Kelly being a part of this team at some point this season. Um, he was asked about him and, and just sort of gave a, you know, what what he, he said, we like Dennis, that'll play mm-hmm. out. So yeah. maybe there's still an opportunity for Dennis Kelly down the line. But right now, Luke Tenuta probably slides in as your swing tackle. He played – uh, he played the most snaps of any rookie tackle, rookie offensive lineman in uh, the NFL during the preseason this year. He played 29 snaps on the left side mm-hmm. of the Bills' offensive line at left tackle, played the rest of them at right tackle. He has that experience playing at both sides at Virginia Tech. He's 6'8", he's a massive human, and uh, he's got a familiar name You know, in, in the state of Indiana. He's the son of former Notre Dame defensive coordinator John Tenuta. Is that right? That's right. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is is he now in the CFL coaching? Uh, he's in the I think it's the USFL. USFL. But I mean, he yeah. John Tenute has been a, a college football coach for forty years. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, around for a while. Good stuff, right there. Again, JJ Stangovitz, Colts dot com. I'm Matt Taylor. Anything else about Chris Ballard that uh, stuck with you when he spoke with reporters earlier this afternoon for about twenty minutes? You know, I think the the big thing uh, he got asked about Sam Ellinger, and the the maybe most newsworthy bite I mean, was Chris Chris knows the league he knows the league and when he when he was asked you yeah. know do you think you would have lost him if you put him on waivers he goes no question yeah it's it's partly that that's why Sam Ellinger is on the roster the other part Sam Ellinger improved so much right. from the end of last year to right now Chris Ballard said you know at the end of last year we told him hey these are a couple things you need to go work on and he did it. Mm-hmm. Ellinger spent a lot of time with Tom House, the renowned quarterback guru, this offseason working on getting his arm strength up. Right. And you then saw it play out during the preseason. That throw he hit to Desmond Patman against the Lions, that's not a throw Sam Ellinger probably was able to make last year. Right. And he, he Ellinger talked a lot about the biomechanics of this whole thing, about retraining you know, the, the neuro pathways in his brain to be able to throw the ball harder. He put a lot of effort and a lot of thought into how to be a better football player, and it paid off, and he earned his spot on this roster, yeah. so kudos to him. Yeah, I was struck by that same comment from Chris Ballard because, again, he knows the league. He's got a good you know, pulse on what other teams need, how they're thinking, how other teams view you know, his own players, and you're exactly right. When he said there's no question that Sam Ellinger would have been claimed, uh, it's, it's because of, of his improvement and the fact that he was very desirable by other teams around the NFL. The Colts, we, we talked about this yesterday on the podcast. If you didn't listen to that, go back and check it out on Colts.com and the Colts Audio Network yesterday when we were breaking down the roster. A lot of new faces on special teams. Of course, Matt Hawks, the new punter. 
Um, JoJo Doman's going to play on special teams. Rodney Thomas, he's a rookie out of Yale. Desmond Patman, if he's active on game day, he obviously has to play on special teams. Grant Stewart, who they traded for yesterday, he comes over from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He played a lot of special teams last year for the Bucs. What's your confidence level, J.J., that this this new crew, this new core uh, group of special teamers can pick up where last year's group left off at a very high level. Well, oh, by the way, you have another one in there. Another switch is going to be that Rodrigo Blankenship will handle kickoffs, not yeah. Rigoberto Sanchez. Mm-hmm. I-, I have a lot of confidence in Bubba Ventrone, though. I mean, y- you look at the work that he has done with these special teams units. The Colts are consistently in the top five in whatever ranking you're looking at, whether that's you know football outsiders or um, you know Rick Gosselin, who's done special teams rankings forever, uh, now does them for Sports Illustrated. The, the Colts rank really high in some of those categories. And, yeah, there are, there are a lot of new faces, a lot of youth that's being developed in there with those guys you just mentioned. But the Colts this offseason had a, a real emphasis on replenishing that part of their roster where you let George Odom sign with the San Francisco 49ers, Matthew Adams goes to Chicago, Jordan Glasgow gets released, and you're now kind of turning over that. You know, you still have Zaire Franklin, you still have EJ Speed, you still have Ashton Doolin on this roster, guys who have been elite-level special teams players for this team for a while, but you're now filling it out with the guys like, you know, a JoJo Doman, mm-hmm. a Grant Stewart, a guy who uh, Chris Ballard said today they think he is a special special teams player, if we're, you know, <laughs> doubling up on that a little bit. A lot of superlatives uh, there. Right, it. yeah. So I think you're going to see some maybe – I didn't know about growing pains, though, because this is something that you really do trust Bubba Ventrone to do well. He did it in 2018 when George Odom was an undrafted free agent. Mm -hmm. Zaire Franklin was a seventh-round pick. Matthew Adams was a seventh-round pick. And those guys all became core special teamers. Then, you know, you add EJ Speed and Ashton Doolin a year later. Zach Paschal was a core special teamer early on. And he was an undrafted free agent who the Colts got on waivers. So I think you trust Bubba Ventrone. You trust the Colts' front office, their scouting department, yeah. to identify guys who can contribute to that unit and keep it as one of the most consistent in the NFL. Indeed. That's good stuff right there. J.J. Stangovitz, Colts.com and the Colts mobile app. What are you writing about this weekend heading into a three-day weekend? Not for the Colts, but maybe for you. It uh, is a three-day weekend for the Colts. Well, that's right. They get yeah. Friday off, right? So they get right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then back to work. First regular season practice is Monday. If you're so inclined, you can participate in the Colts mailbag on Colts.com. Just go to Colts.com slash mailbag. You can send me a question. That's going to be out on Thursday. And then Friday, I've got my big 10 Colts things we learned during the 2022 preseason, wrapping up the 10 biggest storylines, the 10 biggest developments, and some observations that I've had over the course of the last couple oh, yeah. of weeks. My favorite one that I'm writing in here, I think Grover Stewart's going to have a huge year. <laughs> I love what I saw from Big Grove during training camp, and we have not talked enough about him yeah. with that defensive line. What so number is he? What number is that? That's number six All right. in my All right. ten things on this. So, All right. go, so go check that out on Colts.com. That'll be up on Friday. Right, smack dab in the middle. I like it. A lot of meat on that bone. Check it out. The a lot top of meat ten. on Grover Stewart, too. <laughs> JJ's top ten. I like JJ's top ten. Ten Colts things. It's stolen from my friend Adam Hogue in Chicago who does ten well Bears done. things, and I'm just stealing it from him now that I live here in Indianapolis. It's all right. Well done. Well done. It's a copycat league, isn't that right? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> Check it out. Colts.com, the mobile app. 
and JJ's work here on the Colts Audio Network. And just stay right here because we've got you covered every single day on the audio side with uh, daily updates, podcasts, inside football with Rick Venturi. That went up today. We got his thoughts on uh, the 53-man roster and a quick peek at week one coming up next Sunday. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 for another daily update here on the Colts. I believe Rodrigo Blankenship, as JJ said, going to handle kickoff duties. Uh, He's going to join us on tomorrow's update as well. So until then, have a great night. Have a great day coming up on Thursday. Instant replays coming up next. Again, for JJ, I'm Matt Taylor. This is the Colts Daily Update here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.